0: Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew day 56 on the devotional journey where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible yes it's cheesy but it's true and I'm excited today because you join me in Auckland City on a very very hot day perfect for one of our mm, mwah, cold store-bought cans or bottles but before we talk about that let's get into our i don't know why i kissed the coffee that was very weird let's get into the scriptures for today as always they are in the descriptions on every platform they are proverbs 6 1 to 11 mark 8 14 to 9 1 and exodus 37 1 to 38 31 so those are our scriptures for today make sure you check those out and read them and get something out of them you know pull out the scripture would be fantastic It's good doing this devotional journey it's good listening to this but this is really just to help get you going or to see if you got the same thing as I got today okay so make sure you read the Bible and check it out but yes it is uh, the seventh day in a row so we are going to have a store-bought of coffee and I'm back with a boss can of coffee how Japan can these boss coffees we've had a couple now but we're gonna have this one which is the iced double espresso with a dash of milk so This is, uh, this is different. I just got it because I like the colour to be honest. Uh, It's a white coffee drink. These are uh, their ready-to-drink cans of coffee. So, we're gonna give it a shake. From memory, I feel like uh, we've had one that I really liked. So I'm kind of hoping that this is gonna be as good. So I've given this a shake. Let's try this now. Let's open it up. There you go. That's the sound. First initial thoughts are that it is a black coffee with literally a dash of milk, probably milk powder. Let's give this a try. It's a hot day, so I'm just gonna appreciate the cold. Let's give it a go. There's more than milk in that. (laughs) That's exceptionally sweet. Ah yes, that'll be why. Because there's 14.6 grams of sugar in here. That is... This is just supposed to be a double espresso with a dash of milk. What do they put? Why have they put sugar in here? They put, yeah, brewed coffee, water, milk, sugar, coffee extract, extract. Well, there you go. Natural flavors are in here too. This is more than just a a coffee. I appreciate it though. It's sweet. It is a sweet coffee. It's lovely. I I actually like this one. This is actually quite good. Mm. There is sugar in there though, for shawzies. Lovely, lovely sweet coffee. It's cold on a hot day. That goes down a treat. Highly recommend getting it. It's the Blue Can uh, Suntory Boss Coffee. It's good, how Japan can, how Harry can, get through a hot day here in Auckland. That's enough of the brews though. Let's get into the Bible and see what God is speaking to us about today. I believe that the urgency of our lives as Christians should be to live in such a way that spreads the gospel message every day and does not waste the opportunity that's been afforded to us today. Life in itself is a precious gift. Just as yours is precious to you, others' lives are precious as well. I wonder if we get to the end of the day, the end of our month, or our week, or our year, and if we would really say, I'm making the most of my life. For us to truly make the most of our lives, we need to learn how to master self-discipline. That's a phrase that nobody really likes, and that probably sends you into some sort of spin even saying that today, but we need to master self-discipline. Proverbs is the book of the Bible that's going to help us do that It's a book of practical wisdom that can help us in our everyday By revealing traps we can fall into and how to avoid those traps One of those traps that we can fall into is money And not mastering our money The first thing is becoming a master of our money And self-discipline when it comes to our finances There There are always going to be plenty of money traps that we can get stuck in as people Unmanageable debt, that's one Investments, that's another one Silly pledges and agreements that we make so on so forth the list goes on and on and on and the Bible encourages us to be aware if we fall into these traps and to get out as fast as we can to not to not even waste a single minute how do we do that through humility by pleading our case and by working hard to free ourselves from the traps that we got ourselves in money and the mishandling of it can be one of the greatest traps to us being able to live out the plan that God has for our lives so the first trap we can fall into is money and the second trap we can fall into is Is time. Have you ever looked at your screen time on your device, see how much time you spend on your screen and be like, wowzes, I've wasted a lot of my life looking at this phone. It's a really confronting stat, looking at how much time we waste scrolling the news, social media and consuming content. And One of the ways we can be ineffective with our lives is simply just by wasting our time. We all need to be greater when it comes to our self discipline over our time. Without self-discipline, we can drift into laziness, and laziness can have some pretty significant consequences. Proverbs shows us that if we're gonna lead our lives and live a life that is effective for God, we're also gonna need to be okay with doing some hard work. But the harvest, which also requires hard work at the end of stewarding our time well, will be worth it. Now, I'm not saying we can't rest. Resting is great management of your time. But be careful not to call laziness rest. Rest is not scrolling on your phone until 1am. And that's going to hurt somebody today. Yeast in the Bible pops up a few times. I don't know if you've seen yeast pop up a few times as a metaphor. Jesus actually uses it as a metaphor for sin. And it's used as a metaphor for sin throughout the Bible. It's representative of pride, anger, lust. And it's a picture of the evil habits and biases we can have because of our sinful nature. It might seem small at the time, but it taints the whole person. And Jesus warns the disciples of the yeast that can be found in the Pharisees and inherit we need to be aware if there's any yeast in us and get rid of it quickly any decisions that we're making that don't line up with god we need to repent and change our mind we need to change our behavior to reflect his heart in our passage today the disciples come to terms with who jesus is and finally realize that he is christ now this word christ is christos and it means the anointed one the messiah as christians we need to make sure that we're also anointed ones We're Christians, right? We need the anointing. We need the filling of the baptism. We need the filling and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The anointing is what sets us apart as Christians. Have you ever felt dry and crusty? Maybe you need a fresh touch of the anointing. So I want to encourage you to spend some time today and just sit with God. Ask him to fill you with the anointing of the Holy Spirit and to touch you with the power of heaven. While Jesus is the Messiah, he preferred to be referred to as the Son of Man. He he liked that title a little bit more. And we see, uh, we might see that as a demotion of a title, right? Well, to go from the Messiah to the Son of Man, That doesn't sound like much of a promotion. But Jesus knew it was more majestic and therefore a better title for the King of Kings. The Son of Man title was also a re- representative figure identifying himself with human beings. Now, he was using this because he wanted to identify himself as one with us. And that's huge. That's a significant deal that he could literally go by any title on the face of the earth, but he chose to be identified as the son of man. Did you catch that? Jesus, our Jesus, wants to be identified as being with you. He's not ashamed of you. He isn't against you. He's for you, and he loves you, and he wants to be identified with us as his creation, and that is beautiful. The last thing I want to touch on in Mark today is I want to touch on uh, this moment here. He's teaching of the cross and the paradoxical, 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 surprising and confusing message that Jesus often brings—you can't truly understand the cross without really understanding who Jesus is. The cross as a concept was not what those who were waiting for the Messiah were expecting. The 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 evidence in that is found in Peter's rebuke of Jesus. Now Peter was blinded by his lack of understanding. The parallel in in mark that mark offers us is the healing of the blind man which is the practical miracle that jesus could do the opening of the blind eyes but there's also a spiritual miracle that happens here as well the opening of the eyes for his disciples while they could see jesus they couldn't fully see they needed the miracle to have their eyes open to the reality of who jesus was and the reality of the task that he had come you might be facing some tough situations and you might be tired worn out And discouraged, can I encourage you to call out to Jesus and ask him to open your eyes spiritually? God, help me with my sight. God, I want to see you. I want to know you. I want to see what you're doing here on the face of the earth. If we're going to be people who make the most with our lives, we need to be opened to the reality of the spiritual so we can truly see. I believe wholeheartedly that the world needs you where you are if we're going to make the biggest difference for Jesus. The call to full time ministry is rare for some, it's a glamorous call that looks quite easy. Can I tell you, if you're not genuinely called to full-time ministry, it's something that could kill you. Literally, the weight of it is full on. And I think there's been a shift from being the hands and feet of, of, of the hands and feet as Christians in the world around us to this idea that the only way we could be truly effective for the kingdom is if we get into full-time ministry. Some are called to full-time ministry. It's a calling. But I believe most of us actually aren't. For most of us, it's actually about serving God where we are. God puts us in places where we can influence people at work, at home, in the gym. It's about being the hands and feet of Jesus in the community that he places us in. That's how we can make the most with our lives for Jesus. I love, now I think this is his name, Bezalel, 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 Bez, Bezalal. Bezalel. I love Bezalel for this reason. Now he, he makes the whole ministry the work that he does and i believe god is ready and willing to fill his people with the spirit for the workplace look at verses 3 and 5 in exodus and see how he wants to do it wherever you are today can i encourage you whatever you've been placed in see the bigger picture and see the people that god wants to use you to reach it's the anointing the spirit of god in you and on you that's going to make the difference so my prayer is fill us lord fill me lord verse of the day I wanna have a look at this verse in Mark. It's this moment where Jesus, he sets a pretty clear challenge for every Christian. He says, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for me and the gospel will save it. Man, it can be so tempting, can't it, to be hold on to everything, to hold on to everything we have. I'm so sorry, today my words have been all over the place. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, It can be so tempting to hold on to everything that we have for safety and security. But friend, Jesus said it really clearly. That's the one way we can lose our life if we try and gain it right so i want to encourage us to be people who are willing to lose our life for the gospel message now that might mean having to give up some stuff in the short term to see the kingdom of god advance but don't worry you will gain your life in return that's the life of faith that is it for today, day 56. Man, the heat was getting to me today. I'm sorry, I struggled to get through that one. It is so hot and I can't have the air conditioning on because it messes with the audio. So at the moment this is done, I'm gonna turn on the air conditioning and get the get the cool air pumping through here. Uh, the, the thing you gotta know about me is uh, I struggle with the heat, um, but it's hot here and maybe it's because we're spitting flames in the word of God today. I don't know, maybe, but also maybe not. Thanks for joining me though today on day 56. The superstore can, bought, whatever, coffee, hot. It's too hot. I'm going to wrap this up quick. Praying for you. Genuinely, I'm praying for you. I'm praying God is speaking to you through the word of God. Let me know what he's saying in the comments on YouTube and in social media. That is it though. Subscribe, click the bell, follow and rate all the podcasts. Tomorrow, we're back into another lot of seven days with some fresh coffee. I can't wait to see you then. And I hope it's cooler. Wherever you are, if it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day Unless it's sleep time. Good night. Have a great sleep. And we'll see you tomorrow for day 57 here on the Daily Brew. Let's get cool! Too hot!